Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast. I'm going to share a recipe today that I almost never make because they seem so bad for you. They're really good. They're very rich. It's a cookie bar. It's called Luscious Chocolate Pecan Pie Bars. And I'm doing this now because August 20th is National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day, and I don't like pecan pie. I think it's too sweet and gelatinous, and there's too many nuts in it. (laughs) So it's not my kind of pie. But these cookie bars that are also essentially pecan pie with chocolate are really good. I just, eating them makes me feel like I'm doing something really bad, and so I very, very rarely make them. Once every couple of years, maybe, because it just doesn't feel like something I should do. This recipe is one that I cut out from the newspaper. Back in the day when there were recipes you could cut out of newspapers using scissors. And it was posted in my newspaper by Nancy Bile, who was the food editor for Better Homes and Gardens magazine at the time. And it's missing a step, which is kind of funny. You'd think she would have noticed that there was a step missing. But I just kind of guessed what that missing step was. And that's how I have made this recipe ever since. And so that's the one I'm going to give you today. Whether that makes it my own recipe or not, I have no idea. I think probably not. It seemed likely that what I'm doing was her intent. Prepare yourself for something super rich, so rich that it seems like a fancy dessert when it's really not. It's incredibly easy to make and just looks and tastes like something that is elegant and exotic. The ingredients that you will need are one and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, a quarter of a cup of granulated sugar, a half a teaspoon of baking powder, a half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon, which is nice with the chocolate. I mean, so far we've just got sort of pecan pie flavors. A half a cup of butter, one cup of finely chopped pecans, another separate quarter of a cup of butter, 
one ounce of semi-sweet chocolate, and that could be from part of a high-quality chocolate bar, or it can be from your baking section where it's just a square, or it can be a few semi-sweet chocolate pieces, but you'll want to weigh them out so that you know you have an ounce. Three eggs, one and a quarter cups of packed brown sugar, two tablespoons of either bourbon or water, And honestly, I've never made it with bourbon because I live with people who don't like the taste of alcohol in things. So I try to be careful to make things appealing and not give them a reason to reject it. So I use the water. But if you have bourbon and you want it even better, you want to use that. And a teaspoon of vanilla. The equipment that you need are a mixing bowl, just a plain old mixing bowl. You need a 13 by 9 inch pan that's about 2 inches deep. And you need a small saucepan and a small mixing bowl. So the first one's a little bit bigger. It would help to have a pastry cutter or a couple of table knives to cut the butter into the flour mixture. And you need a wire rack to cool it on. And then do-aheads, there's really only two. You want to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. And... If you have whole pecans, you need to chop them up really fine. I'm cheating today and using some that I got at Trader Joe's that are already finely chopped. I've never done that before. I've always just chopped them. So I'm kind of excited to get to skip that step. I guess you might also want to soften your butter just a little bit. So either set it out on your counter or stick it in your pocket in its wrapper or whatever. I think it'll be easier to use if it isn't quite completely hard. But don't let it soften too much because we do need crumbles of it, not something so soft that it smears. All of this goes together fairly fast, so it may be easiest for you to assemble those ingredients before we start, and then you're going to have something amazing in almost no time at all. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, the first thing we're going to do is make kind of a crust. Think of this as the pie crust if you were making a pie, but it's almost a little bit shortbread-like. Plus, that's where the pecans live. So in your mixing bowl, your medium-sized one, you go ahead and put your one and a quarter cups of flour. And I measured it the way I always do, with uh, spoon it into the cup and level it off method. And then add to that your quarter of a cup of granulated sugar your half teaspoon of baking powder, baking soda, OC. That's why I tell you sometimes that that's not what you want. I grabbed the wrong jar. I put them in identical jars, and the only thing that separates them is the label. I'm glad I caught that before it went in. Baking powder, half teaspoon, in with the flour and sugar. And then a half teaspoon of ground cinnamon. And you can use your half teaspoon at that point to just kind of fluff everything together. We want it all stirred up. When you get it all mixed up, that half cup or one cube of just sort of slightly warmed up butter is going in there. And actually it'll be easiest to do what we need to do if we cut it up in little bits first. The recipe lady doesn't suggest this, but I know it will be a lot easier. So actually, Let's just cube it, set it on its wrapper, and cut it in about half-inch slices. And then let's take those slices and quarter each one so that each slice is four cubes of about a half an inch square. And just drop those into the flour mixture. And this is where we're going to need the pastry cutter or the knives. You could use your fingers, and you know, maybe I'll just do that. Yeah, you know what, I'm going to do that. It's just faster and cleaner. I find pastry cutters are very helpful and also a pain in the hiney because the soft thing, which is usually butter, gets caught in the tines and then you're just pushing dry stuff around with this scooped up thing. Anyway, I'm using my fingers and I'm just squeezing everything together and making the butter smaller and smaller with every squeeze. Get all the butter coated with flour and then just keep squeezing it. This is not the cutting process, which is what you're actually supposed to do. So if you wanted to be doing this with knives, you just take a knife in each hand, point the sharper edge out toward the edges of the bowl, and crisscross them like you were doing some kind of musical instrument. Crisscross them against each other in the butter and flour to kind of cut the butter up into little bits. And if you're using a pastry cutter, more power to you. Just be sure you stop every once in a while and clean out the butter from the tines and scoop it back into the stuff so that you can keep going. Sometimes you don't want to use your fingers because it warms up the butter. For instance, if you're making a pie crust, you don't want to do this because you want the butter cold so that it will make little pockets of butter as it warms up in the dough. I think we just need to get it to where it will bake. We want the butter distributed, 
but I don't believe it has to be actually beautifully cut in. I think just small bits will be fine. Of course, it's being a little stubborn about it. I maybe shouldn't have warmed it at all, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. Like I said, I make this so seldom. I've made it for decades, but it's not a thing I allow myself to cook very often. When your mixture is like coarse crumbs, and for me at least, some of it's kind of starting to stick together, and there still are some larger bits of butter, I think I may not worry too much about that. Well, the huge ones I guess I'm going to get rid of. But then what you're going to do is stir the pecans in, and that is your full cup of finely chopped pecans. And the ones I got at Trader Joe's are toasted, what they call dry toasted, which I love because that'll give them a little more flavor. It's not urgent, but if you find them that way, don't hesitate to use them. And once your pecans are stirred in, we're just going to dump it into the 13 by 9 inch pan. It does not need to be greased or anything ahead of time because there's so much butter in here. And then we just kind of spread it out and pat it down. Press it down into the bottom till it's kind of solid-ish and level-ish, which I think I may have to finish by hand because I don't think the spoon is going to satisfy me in terms of getting things level. It's too curved. Huh. Some of this has no nuts and some of it has a lot of nuts. I'm redistributing and trying again. It's ridiculous. It seemed all the same in the mixing bowl, but it does not in the pan. It's like all the pecans are at one end. I'm redistributing and repatting. Press it in as level as you can get it, and then stick it in your preheated 350-degree oven and set your timer for 10 minutes. And while that's cooking, we're going to melt your chocolate. Because this recipe is old, it says to do it in a saucepan rather than in the microwave. Because I'm unsure about the results if we do it in the microwave, I'm actually going to do it the way it suggests in the recipe. So in a small saucepan, you want the other quarter of a cup of butter, which is half a stick, and your one ounce of semi-sweet chocolate. Now I've already decided to use a little darker chocolate. I have some that is technically bittersweet chocolate. I have some really dark stuff that's 72%, and then I have some that is 60%. Regular semi-sweet chocolate is around 52% cocoa, or cacao, I guess I should say. I'm going to use the 60%, just because I think it's more interesting than the regular semi-sweet 52%. And I'm going to weigh it on my food scale so that I know I only have an ounce. These are chips coming out of a bag. Sometimes things from a candy bar or a baking bar will melt a little better than the ones out of the bag. Okay, an ounce. Wow, it's tiny. Well, all right. I'm going to measure it for you so that if you can't weigh it, you know what we got. An ounce was... It is an eighth of a cup kind of a little bit over full. And that's it. It's really not very much. I mean, if I move very far with this cup, it's going to overflow. But it's really just a little over two tablespoons. Maybe two tablespoons and a teaspoon is what I'm thinking. Those go into the pot with the butter, and then we're going to just turn that on really low. 
And all we're waiting for it to do is melt the chocolate. Well, melt everything. And while that starts to melt, we're going to need to stir it in a minute. But before we need to do that, get your mixing bowl. You know what? I'm going to use the same mixing bowl I made the crust in because I don't like doing dishes. And in here, we want to put three eggs. We're going to crack them open. We're not going to just put them in there. We're going to crack three eggs. And we're going to add to that the brown sugar. This is actually where the pecan pie flavoring comes in. The brown sugar and the vanilla and the little bit of cinnamon. This is one and a quarter cups of packed brown sugar. We are not being shy about the sugar. Of course, it's kind of a big pan still. This is a lot of sugar. Just dump that in with the eggs. There's the one cup. And the quarter cup. Go take a peek at your butter and chocolate chips. We're good. It's just starting to melt because I have it on really quite low. And then add to your brown sugar egg bowl your two tablespoons of water or bourbon if you're using it. Cold water is best because it's less likely to have minerals and stuff in it than the hot water does. Depending on your water heater, I suppose. One and two. And then your vanilla goes in here as well. That's just a teaspoon of that. And then get yourself a spoon or a whisk and mix that together. Break up those yolks, break up the brown sugar, whisk it until you have this, well, it's a filling. Filling slash topping. And that'll only take you a second. Oh, it smells good. It smells like vanilla. And now let's go back and watch and stir the butter and the chocolate. Because it won't take long for that chocolate to melt. In fact, in my pan, the chocolate is melting before the butter does. And that's because I didn't cut up the butter into cubes. I should have done that again. It doesn't really make that much of a difference, but it would have made this a little faster. And what we don't want is for this to get too hot. Because here's where the missing step happens in the recipe. Nowhere does it say what to do with this chocolate sauce that we're making. But I feel sure that the object of the game is to make the filling chocolatey. And so I pour it in with that mixture of pie filling we just made. But it can't be hot when we do that because it will cook the eggs we just put in there. You want this stirred just enough to get everything melted and then we're going to take it off the heat. In fact, I may not even wait for it to melt the butter all the way. Oh, this smells lovely also. Cinnamon in the crust, vanilla in the filling, chocolate here in this sauce. <sighs> I'm kind of excited for you to try this bar. It's not one I've ever seen anybody else make. And like I said, it comes from, well, way, way long ago, actually. This recipe is probably 30 or 40 years old, I'll betcha. All right, my butter is melted now. I'm turning off the stove. My timer says the crust has been in for 10 minutes. So now we're going to take the crust out of the oven. There we go. Now you'll notice that it's kind of crumbly still. It doesn't really look different than when we put it in. That's okay because the sauce that we're making here, the filling slash topping slash sauce, is going to soak into that crust. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm swirling up my egg brown sugar mix here. 
Let's check on the chocolate and see how hot it is. Oh yeah, it's barely warm. <laughs> yeah, because I still have a tiny couple of pieces of butter that I have to stir in. All right, when you have it all melted, be sure it's not too hot. Check the temperature in the pan. The outside of it, just touch it gently to be sure it's not too hot and then pour that in with your eggs. All of that good chocolate and butter right in to the brown sugar vanilla yumminess. Clean out the pan real well. Don't want to leave any chocolate behind, heaven forbid. And then whisk it again and get the chocolate all mixed in. Right, now we have this beautiful sort of sleek chocolate brown sugar butter sauce with vanilla. And we have this crust with the nuts and we're gonna just pour them together. You pour that right over the crust and get all of it. I'm gonna go back and get my silicone spatula because I am not leaving any of this behind. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Spread it as evenly as you can over the crust. Scrape it all out of your bowl and onto the crust. Spread that around over the crust a little bit to be sure there's no naked crust here. And then put your baking pan back in the oven. Remember that it's hot when you go to pick it up because it just came out of the oven. We're putting it back in the oven. And we this time are setting the timer for 20 minutes. That's the whole recipe. When you serve them up, it's going to look like you spent a lot more time and effort than you did. What you're going to do when this hits 20 minutes or when they're kind of set and not jiggly anymore, pull them out and set them on a wire rack to cool. And then once they're cool, you can cut them into squares. It's going to make about 36 squares. Of course, that depends on what size you cut them. But I do recommend strongly that you cut them small until you have gotten some sense of how rich these are. Because we wouldn't want any to get left behind because it was too rich to finish the whole thing, right? There are pictures of this recipe on the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, in its various stages so that you can see what it should look like. I would love it if you write to me. Send me an email or leave me a message on the website, cindy at thecookalongpodcast.com. And let me know what you think of these, what you did with these, whether you used the bourbon in them, and what you think of that. Tell a friend where you got the recipe and ask them to listen to the Cook Along podcast. Tune in every Saturday for a brand new episode. And until next time, happy cooking! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi. KO-FI.com slash the Cook Along Podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.